at the beginning of the pandemic, I remember saying to my sister, wow, I used to worry. My biggest worry was about ticks because my sister was bitten by a tick and uh, contracted Lyme disease. And if you don't get it at the beginning, it becomes a chronic problem. And she was unaware that she was bitten by the tick. That's a little bit of personal information. Hope she doesn't mind me sharing it. But I have been fixated on ticks for the last few years. And you hear me talking about it on the show. So just recently... So this really interesting headline that caught my eye, and it was about tick eggs and how to identify a tick nest. Um, The weather is warming up. Ticks are still a problem. We should be worried about them and the possibility of Lyme disease. So we're joined by microbiologist Jason Tetro. He is the germ guy, and he's also the host of the Super Awesome Science Show to talk about ticks. Welcome to the program. Hey, great to be joining you. All right, so let's talk about ticks. Have you seen that headline and that story going around about how you know ticks can be found in your backyard and what their nests look like? Uh, yeah, well, I've known that they can be in your backyard, uh, and uh, I mean, looking for the nest is definitely something that you you know might want to be doing, but you got to be careful doing it because and if you find a nest, then there's probably going to be a good chance there's probably going to be ticks around there too. So, you know, do it carefully. Okay, so and when we think about ticks, people worry about rural areas. They worry about cottage country. They worry mm-hmm. about, you know, going for hikes, and they've heard about the threat of ticks hiding in line grass. But you'd like everyone to know that they can actually be found in your backyard. Let's talk about the hot spots in the yard. Yeah, well, first off, it's not just me. I mean, uh, you know, we've even had uh, the, some of the um, health uh, authorities in Toronto even say that, you know, the backyard could be a potential. Um, but, you know, we've heard about it being in uh, Rouge Park and, uh, you know, Danforth Park, but it's slowly but surely coming in. And it's, it's, it's a result of the fact that it, it comes in vectors. So there are a couple of vectors that you need to think about, which are uh, birds and then you also have to think about rodents. Um, you know, mice are primarily the, the biggest host, but there's also the potential for squirrels and maybe even raccoons. So when you think of it from that perspective, then you look at where the hotspots are going to be. Well, bird feeders obviously are going to be a place where you need to focus. Um, so, um, and there have been studies that actually show that, you know, the tick population around a bird feeder on the ground is usually higher than anywhere else. Um, another place, uh, you know, those mice like to hide in little areas like, you know, if you happen to be a little bit further out and you have those wood piles for your fireplace, you got to make sure that, you know, they're tidy and they're dry and under some kind of shelter. Um, you know, grasses and weeds. One of the big things we know about in the rural areas is that, you know, they're, they're, they're thick. Um, there's all sorts of growth in there. Well, you don't want that to happen with your own um, area. So you want to keep your grasses short and trim and you want to do as much weeding as you possibly can. And, uh, you know, if you happen to have things like tree houses and that where we do have signs of uh, animals, you know, droppings, that type of thing, then you probably will have probably you may have ticks in there as well. It sounds like you've got some essential construction work going on outside your your, uh, house right now. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) No. Hey, listen, it means the economy is starting up again, and I think everybody has been missing the uh, usual noises that we are accustomed to. When when you were mentioning grasses, I thought about all the uh, those ornamental grasses that became popular some years ago. Are they something you would avoid putting in your yard now because of ticks? Well, I mean, if it's a Barbary, then yes. Uh, the research has actually shown that Barbary is probably one of the best places for us to be able to find a tick. So that's something that I would definitely try and avoid if you want to make sure that, you know, ticks are not in your yard. Um, other types of... I'm not really... Bar- 
I, I can I just uh, pop in for a second because I don't know what Barbary is, and I'm sure I'm not the only one th- wondering what is Barbary grass. Barbary grass is like, you know, those big round bushes. They kind of look like tumbleweeds, except they're actually stuck in the ground. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so those are the, what the barberries are. Um, other types of shrubs can also be a nice place where the ticks can hide. So what you want to do is you want to be absolutely sure that, you know, if you do have hedges and shrubs and everything, that, uh, you know, you're, you're checking every now and then because, like I said, those animals can get in there and they can leave behind. And then from there, uh, the ticks can essentially just hang out and wait for you to come around. So what are you checking for? Well, basically what you're doing is, um, you know, without taking, you know, like a flannel blanket and dragging like they do with active surveillance, what you're trying to do is you're just looking at different areas and trying to spot ticks. And again, like you said with that article, you know, you may also be looking for nests. Um, the likelihood is that uh, if you've happened to find one, then there's a, you know, you're probably going to find others that are around because, they, you know, they've been hitching that ride. Um, so, in that context, if you do have it, uh, there are places where you can go to have, you know, tick removal services, or you can just be more careful about being outside in your own backyard by essentially protecting yourself. And how do you protect yourself from uh, a tick hitching a ride on you and uh, latching on? Because that's where uh, the danger comes in. Yeah, so obviously you want to make sure that the tick doesn't get onto your skin, which is a very important thing. So you can use the long clothing, um, you know, it's probably the easiest thing that you can do. The problem is, of course, that most people don't want to do that. They don't like to tuck in their socks when it's warm outside. So the other option is to be able to use a repellent, something that's going to be able to make sure that the tick doesn't want to come onto you. And research has actually shown for the last number of years that the same repellents that we have uh, for other bugs and other biting insects also works. uh, I'm sure you've heard of DEET, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, DEET works. It's just that you need a higher concentration of that. So around 25%. And, uh, you know, there are some products that finally have come out that actually are focused on making sure that they, um, you know, repel ticks more than anything else. Uh, you've probably heard of, uh, you know, companies like Off with their Deep Woods tick that's out, um, things like that. And so what you want to make sure of is, you know, if you're going to be using a repellent, it's got to be that type that's going to be effective against ticks as well as, you know, all the other biting insects. I don't know about you, but I'm going to uh, suspect that you are not so different from the rest of us. And you've been watching a certain amount of uh, television uh, during this pandemic. Canadian Tire is advertising special new clothes. I noticed the other day mm-hmm. these are smart clothing to avoid. You know, they have a, some sort of tick repellent built into them. Would they work and are they healthy? Well, when you have a, a, a repellent that's actually in the clothing, these smart clothings, um, they have pyrethrins in them. And the fact is that they are designed to be able to, um, you know, repel these insects for a certain amount of time. Um, but, of course, you wash them and the pyrethrin comes out, that type of thing. So what you want to do is, um, you know, having something where you can uh, always have it at hand is probably um, you know, a, a very good option to have. But again, there are a number of different options that do exist out there. All right. Well, Jason, I, I appreciate your time today. I mean, the reason why you want to be aware of ticks, obviously, is the threat of Lyme disease. It's growing in Canada, and there are a lot of people that feel that um, Lyme disease is being uh, misdiagnosed as other conditions. And the quicker you find out that you have Lyme disease or that you've been in contact with a tick, is uh, you know the, the quicker you can possibly avoid 
getting chronic Lyme disease, which is something you do not want to have. So I appreciate your time today and, and telling us all about ticks and where they like to hang out and how we can avoid them. Uh, absolutely. It was a pleasure. Take care.